previously on Real Fantasy Encounters. They let you into the Grindel Club? Well, I hunted a, a mushroom monkey. It was a real scary, huh, Ponicon? <laughs> I wouldn't afford it myself. <laughs> Something is going to move the heart. I wonder if this could be in relation to Promissian. Promissian, the devouring angel? We have only ever seen angels act independently. For the first time, they could be working together for some greater goal. Welcome to Real Fantasy Encounters, where we are continuing our game of Heart, the City Beneath. My name is Nick, and I will be your GM. I am joined by Seamus. I'll be playing everyone's favorite moon conspiracy theorist, Moon's Chosen Light. Charlie? Hi, I'll be playing everyone's favorite southern daddy, Musel. And Aaron. And I'll be playing Hyponicon Screed, the Incarnadine. Last time, the Delvers made it down to Hallow, home of the Heart's Blood Witches. Light got several eyes sewn into his chest. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Fuck. It was a good time for me. Yeah. <laughs> Hyponicon met an old enemy who poses a threat to the heart. Mm. Mm-hmm. And Musel got some father-son time in, down in the deep jungle of Briar. Went hunting with the boy. Yeah, it was a very all over the place. Probably the most one-on-one stuff I've had to do in one of these so far. Yeah, I completely spaced <laughs> that you got ice thrown into your chest. Yeah, I, I think I just like amnesiaed that out of my brain. So I didn't yeah, <laughs> I don't know why I remember everything else. Um, <laughs> but that moment, uh, I must have just fucking quarantined. <laughs> yeah, eyes of the illusion are now with you. Yeah, as are the heart's blood witches who can see through them. That's right. Or uh, winter wedding specifically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to give a quick shout out at the very top of the session as well. Uh, we've been playing with the Jin Querent playbook uh, written by Cillian L. Uh, the playbook that that is a part of uh, is now a, a whole module, a whole book that you can go get called Ica Drowned. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, I wanted to bring it up, A, because people should go get it because it's very cool. It's got two other classes. It's got some adventures. It's got new backgrounds and stuff like that. But uh, also because uh, the, they put in some uh, rules clarifications, uh, specifically after listening to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Good. We are breaking things. Yes. <laughs> That's <Oops>. right. <laughs> yeah. Mainly clarifications about um, the the orb controlling technology, what it can and cannot control. <laughs> I may have gone a bit buck wild with that. Yeah. Oh, you mean like a whole whole spaceship? <laughs> it's it's an explicit okay on like levers and pulleys now. Okay. Okay. Which is nice. I, I think yeah. Uh, he's now Was there anything scaled back? He's 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 kind of set the limit. Like a uh, suit of armor is where they've kind of set where it drops off. Yeah, okay. That's fair enough. <laughs> that yeah. is genuinely fair. Yeah. Yes, uh, there was also the, the caveat that uh, the demon can get you information out of a device, but doesn't have to tell you the truth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Demons be lying, yo. That plays. I mean, yeah, I figured that was already the case, not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the group has, uh, yeah, come back together. You all met in uh, front of that door after you are offered the opportunity to go on a hunting trip with uh, tears in flesh like jagged tears. This is uh, the favor that Light owes him in exchange for introducing him to the witch who did the eye business. Mm, that's right. He's going to find that difficult because I kind of incinerated his harpoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, you like you've heard from him, like you basically just got a note saying that um, he he can't find his harpoon anymore. He's gonna have to put together some new gear. He you know, wants to get some specialized stuff for it. So he'll he'll be a couple days and then he will uh, come back to Hallow and find you. So you have a couple days in the meantime, which is good because this is uh, Musel's first time setting foot into Hallow. <laughs> this yes. very weird, like uh, ancient uh, cathedral thing that has been like reassembled with flesh and gristle and big seams of just throbbing red mass <laughs> holding yeah. it together. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're a carnivore and all, but this ain't really it. Like, this ain't the kind of... Why, Claude, why did you bring your brother and sister here? <laughs> uh, they came of their own accord. Trust me, I didn't come down here. Uh, well, I was down here a little bit. But <laughs> well, would you have any idea where they're at? No, but we should get started. It's, it's not a half bad idea. Um, uh, Moon Screed, uh, y'all okay with tagging along, finding my pups? Um, I don't see why not. Yeah, I, we figured this is probably we're gonna need a, as many hands on deck for this one. Um, yeah, those two can be a bit squirrely at times, at the best of times anyway. Let alone in a place like this. I mean, we've got some time to kill before uh, the hunting trip. Yeah, good point. Claude, do you know what they were going down here to do or, you know, pick up? The, they were down here for supplies? Uh, yeah, uh, part of it was also searching for you, seeing if you'd come down this far. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, fair enough. I think, uh, you know, Hakal had talked about going to one of the witches, seeing if they could get a witch to trace you. Well, Scree, didn't you mention you just saw yourself a witch? I did, yes, and, uh... uh well, I, I might be able to ask uh, Reina if she's seen any pups. That that that'd be good. Um, let's let's head on there. Lead the way, bud. And I suppose I go back to see Reina. Um, the uh, um, I 
to recap as well, the last session that we had, I picked up um, a hunting talisman. It's got a spirit inside it. Oh, fuck. I completely forgot about that, too. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's been communing with me. Um, uh, this is part of a trade that I believe that I made in exchange for my book that I gave her. Am I correct in saying that? That would be completely incorrect because cool. <laughs> <laughs> because Claude has your book. That's right. That's right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I thought that that was the case, but I know that I traded something. The key. I traded the Grindle key. Yep. We still have one left. The yep. one that okay. I've cool. That's where the Grindle key is gone. Uh, do we want to broaden this out for like a, a, some kind of search check for all of you going around this haven? Um, Discern would do well, right? Discern would do well, yes. Yeah. This is a cult and curse domain? It is a cult haven. A cult haven. Haven. I've got Discern. I have a cult. Um, and, and I also have haven, obviously. Um, yes, so that's three. Yeah. I'm happy to roll this Discern check, especially since I'm one of the only people here who's associated with a witch. <laughs> that makes sense. I mean, I, I've been associated with a witch. Yeah. You are quite literally full of one. No. For, no. Sorry, These eyes come from the great angel theologian. Ain't that the same thing? Okay, that's a nine. <laughs> okay, that's good. <laughs> I was like, do not tell me those are two threes. <laughs> that is a really deceptive dice. It is, sliding. it is, but that's it's beautiful mean. and I love you. It is really pretty. Um, uh, that is a nine on that one. Uh, nine, perfect. Yeah, uh, you go asking around. Like, uh, yeah, you briefly drop in on Raina. She directs you to uh, another witch who directs you to another witch. <laughs> <laughs> and so on. Yeah, and it's so on. Yeah, you are down in these catacomb markets mm. that they have these kinds of, uh, you know, narrow hallways down here. Oh, not so narrow anymore that we are in the, the bloom pulse. They, That's right. They've it, widened. Yeah. it's It, it looks like... The roads uh, are actually like have been pulled at the edges, mm. uh, like they've they've been stretched out with a kind of elasticity that y- you don't like cobblestone having. <laughs> oh, oh. and uh, there are like all of these like uh, black uh, monochrome weeds that are popping up cool. underneath. But you, uh, yeah, get passed along uh, down the road. Uh, basically, like she can tell you that she has seen Hakel. Uh, where where did you say Hakel was? Oh, she's been working as an assistant. As an assistant to who? To one of the other witches. Oh, perfect. Uh, which witch is that? Uh, uh, she gives you an address and says, uh, personally, I kind of thought she was working her way up the chain herself. To become a witch? Yes. I should look at Muselle. <laughs> Well, a bit not, out of the ordinary, don't you think? Not not really. I'd say witchcraft is kind of like a weird cousin of hemomancy to begin with, so it's not too far left field. She always was her mother's girl. Uh, yeah, uh, the address she gives you is for a place called Addendum Infernum. And it's the witch Addendum who works there. And this is still in Hollow? Uh, yes. Oh, It's a, a, a block down and two across. So the three of you leave Raina's store. You find Addendum Infernum. Uh, it is not uh, on like the main stretch of stores. This is uh, very much a place that is uh, tucked away. Uh, the the front of it it like doesn't have a fancy sign. Uh, you can see that it has got quite a simple one that is hanging in the doorframe. 
and uh, the door itself is s- locked and sealed in bronze. Okay. Like, there is a wooden door underneath. It is like it has a bronze cage around it, almost. Mm. Like someone has attached a cage to either side. Does it have an open and close sign? There is no open and close sign, uh, but there is a, a little peephole and a bronze knocker on it. I peep away. Mm-hmm. Uh, completely dark. <laughs> I think I just sort of, like, put the end of Musel's snout up against the hole. Akil? Akil, you in there, baby girl? Hello? There is no response. I believe in this sort of situation. It's normal to... I walk up and I just start knocking on the bronze knocker. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, there are images that uh, flash into your mind immediately. <laughs> it, is, it, it, like, bypasses words or anything like that. Uh, uh, like, Musel can't see this, but uh, if they could, they would recognize it as the kind of images they get from their demon. Oh. Uh, it is uh, an image of basically a question mark. Hi, my name is uh, Moon's Chosen Light. I am here to see a okay. witch about some pups. You see money. That is a concept that I acknowledge, but I do <laughs> not have. Uh it, it, it sort of changes again and cycles through, like, it's showing you, like, frog legs and talismans. Mm. I project onto it the vision through the eyes on my chest. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, shit. But what do you mean you project? Well, I can see through them, right? The eyes? Yes. So I just change it rather than... I close my eyes, and then I only look through those ones, and that's what I send it, is the vision that's coming out of there. The weird three-eyed vision. Uh... It shows you uh, one last flash, which is, uh, you would recognize the illustration of the angel theologian, <laughs> but this is like uh, so much more vivid. Uh, it's, it's, it's almost like a, a camera style glimpse of like uh, if the doorway were looking out onto a street as this angel is passing through, raking its long claws against the walls and windows of all of these places. Holy fuck. <laughs> the door opens. <laughs> um, I have now some questions for whoever it is we're going to see in here. <laughs> uh, there are little bronze lights that uh, switch on inside this place. And uh, yeah, it is a neat little emporium. Uh, not a lot of things on the shelves themselves. It's, it's maybe more like a foyer you'd find at a solicitor's. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. There is a, a desk, there are chairs. Yeah, Musil just like a waiting walks, room? walks on in yeah. and just starts seeing if they can smell Hakel, pick up their scent. Yeah, you can definitely smell her scent. Sweet. And uh, yeah, she is the first one to walk down the stairs of this place. Baby girl! Uh, and he just, Musil just runs mm. and scoops her up. Yes. If, if he can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, she's she's quite big. She's a, a bit bigger than Musil is. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. The yeah. the the female gnolls are mm. definitely like, in terms of stature, larger. Mm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. They're they're the kind of species where the females are just like taller, buffer, and just overall bigger. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so it's it's a bit of a scoop. Uh, you, yeah. She's dressed differently to how you've seen her dress in the past. Uh, you can see that she now has like a a big droopy uh, velvet witch's hat. Yes. <laughs> yes! <laughs> <laughs> Fed up, please. 
and uh, yeah, is, is wearing some uh, darkish robes with her too. She goes, oh my God, daddy. <laughs> Girl, you are a sap for sore eyes. My, my God, how you doing, sweet pea? I, I'm so comforted to see that you've come to get me. Yeah, where's your brother at? Uh, uh, yeah, she gestures over to Claude and he's like, aha. <laughs> okay, sorry, where's Strap at? It was Stripe the other one. It was like Hakel, Claude, and Stripe. Yeah. Yep. She says, Strap's a little further down. How much further? It's all right. I, I, I sent him a warning. I knew that uh, you'd be coming in here. Y- you did? Uh, yeah, yeah. Addendum. Ah. Uh. And uh, there is the another witch that walks down uh, behind uh, Hakel. Uh, she is a, another drow witch. Uh, you can see uh, she is leaning hard into a... Sort of demonic sort of angle here. Her clothes are, she's got like a, a very simple black robe, and on top of it, she has these uh, ornaments. Like she has uh, shoulder plates, uh, she's got like a chest plate. Mm. Uh, all of them are like a black iron and bronze lined through them. And it's almost like a chest plate there. And she's got a sort of a similar accoutrement uh, sitting on her head as like a horned headband. Cool. With like a little uh, visor that sits down over her eyes. Damn, that's cool. Uh, I do have one query. I mean, this this family reunion is touching it all. Yeah. But um, who made the the door knocker? Uh, that would be me. So you have the visions of theologian. Scalosalis addendum. At your service. Uh, right. Um, I think I would love to sit down with you. Knocker has told me such interesting things about what you've seen and what you contain. I mean, I just showed what was in front of me. Hmm, indeed. But contain, yes. I got these new eyes and I open up my shirt and show the eyes again. Could you unbutton a little further for me? <laughs> I don't... Sure, why not? I, t- <laughs> I just undo the whole front and just open up the entire <laughs> chest. Hakel says, I- I've got some time off, Dad. Really? Yeah, uh, do you want to step out of here? Yeah, yeah, that would be great. That would be absolutely exactly what I want. Screed, I imagine you're coming with. Um, yes, this got very sexy all of a sudden, <laughs> and <laughs> I, I make I turn around and I follow you guys out. <laughs> yeah, uh, Addendum pulls out this uh, an orb, uh, very similar to the one you've seen Muzel carrying around, and she says, "Oh, you have been given this." Very recently. Yeah, about hours ago? Yeah. Hours ago? Have they shown you anything yet? Just what's in front of me. How this is going to be a big question. How familiar are you with the interplay between angels and demons? Uh, I, I mean, I did not realize demons were real until about a week ago. <laughs> they irritate each other. They are matter and antimatter. Except instead of pushing, they they itch. There is friction. It is it is like they are Velcro rubbing either side of your cheek. <laughs> I hope I am making myself clear here. My biggest beef with all of this is this is a motherfucker that believes in angels, but demons obviously don't exist. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, I was told that angels exist by the moon. Mm. Um, <laughs> I mean, I could understand how the, the friction between them would exist, but that would also imply that 
a bond of connection is also there. In- if you can get them to stay still long enough. Indeed. It seems you have come to my place looking for my assistant rather than my expertise. But I can promise you, uh, aside from the odd demonologist Noel you will find, no one knows them better than me. You may find someone with one, you may find someone with two, but I am the only one down here with three demons. Ah, ah, ah. Oh, I thought you were going to skip to four. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, I would love a four, but it is not passed through Knocker yet. Um, this is all great and all with demons, but what does it have to do directly with Theologian? I'm I'm trying to find I th- I think I need to find theologian and do something but as far as I've no my last path wound me here to get these eyes and now I show them to everyone hoping that you know a path will open up I think we can call theologian okay I think I have a method to do so if you'd be interested absolutely and uh, I'm going to cut back to the rest of you for a moment Darling, you're about as pretty as an Almora peach. Where'd you get that hat? Oh, it's uh, uh they got them all over the place here. Yeah, this... it takes a look around. There's just a bunch of people in witch hats. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> like the theme. Uh, Addendum does uh, have, you know, she, she runs a, a pretty surprisingly profitable practice, considering we only have two or three regular customers. I mean, that's... They're, they're, that's, they're mighty rich customers. That's lovely, darling. Um... What what's your plan for going back home? Oh my God, we got to go back home. Yeah, yeah, that is absolutely what you three need to do. Oh my God, I didn't even ask if that would if that would conflict with the heart's blood. The what now? Uh, yeah, Claude looks at her and goes, "You got heart's blood in you. <laughs> Why would you do that? We we talked about this." Okay, back, <laughs> backpedal just a few steps right now. Like y'all y'all did what? Like. You don't even have any tattoos or nothing yet. You get putting <laughs> heart's blood in you? Addendum said it would uh, help with my latent uh, magical abilities. Like, are we talking hemomancy or demomancy? We're talking hemomancy. Well, I mean, your mother's pretty much the damn best hemomancer I've ever met, and she ain't got no heart's blood in her. What are you thinking? I was thinking that it's not going to be easy for us to get out of here. Well, you're not entirely incorrect <laughs> <laughs> in that assumption. That's... <sighs> Why? Why would that stop you leaving? Leaving the heart? Because uh, at this point, she actually like looks uh, you up and down seriously and goes, "Wait, Dad." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did we both do this seriously? <laughs> okay. This and they they gesture just up and down their body was not an active conscious choice. We just sort of woke up and was like this. Sounds to me like you made yourselves a conscious choice in that one. Well. Addendum talked me into it. That's coercion and is a crime. (laughs) But, yeah, so what you... It felt like if I had to make the decision whether I were going to leave this place or whether I could get you out of this place, it would be more important to get you out. It's not fair to pull on heartstrings like that, and you know it. (laughs) Um, Okay, so what you're telling me is probably the same reason it's going to be more difficult for you to leave the heart is probably the same for me, am I right? It could be. It could okay, be. cool. So now we don't just got to figure out how to get a, rid of bees. We got to figure out how to separate your blood. Mm. Cool. We don't have one of them big spinny gadgets, do we, that just like separate shit? 
<laughs> I believe I might be able to help with that. We have talked about this before, but I think it would benefit all of us greatly to go to the red market. See more of my kind. Okay. There may be another incarnating out there who will be able to help us. Uh, Claude uh, pulls out your book and says, I was actually going to broach the same thing with you. Oh, I've been, really? I've been reading about your time in these red markets and the kind of folks you find around there. Uh, what have you discovered? Without giving too much away about my <laughs> past, please. No spoilers. There's still spoilers if it's backstory. Uh, well, you know, it would definitely spoil me, I think. Fair enough. Uh, there are uh, people that can make trades for ideas. I have often thought about this. It, I think that I am rapidly approaching a point where I might be able to start doing this. Really? Okay, rapidly might be, you know, <laughs> a, uh, bit of an a bit of an exaggeration, yeah, yes. But, yeah. you know, like, like the concept is there. Holy Incarn, uh, when they put their powers through me, uh, anything is possible. Well, look, what matters at the end of the day is getting myself and my pups out of this heart. So once we gather them all up, I am open to suggestions because this seems just to be getting more complicated the deeper we go. Yeah. Uh, Claude says, uh, Dad, do you actually want to spend some time catching up with Hakel? That uh, that would be good, yeah. Cool. Uh, I, I know. understand it's a bit awkward for you, Hyponicon, to uh, sort of uh, sit in on a family meeting, so I was thinking we could actually go get a drink and talk about some stuff. Muzel narrows his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> of course, yes. Uh, drink and stuff. Yes, let's talk about things. Uh, have fun with your daughter. Yeah. I'm going to have fun with your son. Don't phrase it like that. <laughs> and I wave, I wave goodbye. Um. I, all right. Um, cool. So you said you're, you, you said Strap was, was further down? Yeah, that's what I got to talk to you about. Uh, Where'd they go? He, he had this idea in his head that, uh, well, I, I guess he was right, that you would end up... Uh, let me start from the start. We went to Addendum. We got a blood reading. Uh-huh. And we, we found out where you'd be and that you were coming our way. And it also got some readings that uh, you, you were connected with the heart in a new and different way. Yeah, that's certainly a way to put it. Uh, I, I honestly thought you might have gotten heart's blood as well. But Strap, turns out, has better intuition than I do. He was like, it's got to be, it's got to be the bees. Please, please, for the love of all that is holy and unholy combined, tell me that this man, this child, did not go and find himself a hive. Well, Addendum told us about Wardstone Nasanov. Oh, okay. And, you know, he doesn't have a chance of getting down there by himself, so uh, he found some delvers coming through town and uh, attached himself as a, what, what do you call it, like a porter, I guess? <laughs> Okay, so so a towel boy, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sweet, that's that's excellent. Even deeper into the heart, <laughs> that's the best. Okay, um, well, two out of three ain't bad. Can't be that hard to find him. 
yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sweet pea. Um, so, about, out of curiosity, how long did y'all wait until you start, decided to come down into the heart? Like, how, how's, how's your mom? Uh, Ma, Ma's good. Ma's holding it down. Okay, good, good. Because, yeah, generally... I don't know if Claude told you about the money issues, but... He, he didn't, but I kind of figured that would be the case. Did about all the people hunting for us down here as well? Certainly didn't mention that bit. What now? That the, uh, uh, and she, she recaps the stuff that Claude has already told you about how they uh, made their escape, like, past the uh, group. That's right, that's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, didn't succeed in sneaking their way fully past. <sighs> and uh, there is probably a small group of uh, gnolls somewhere that has been sent to retrieve them. Or especially, like, retrieve Hakel. Now, mm. hear me out. Once we're all regrouped, would it be such a bad thing to get caught and effectively escorted home? I, I, I guess it might not be the, the worst idea. I, would you, would you, if, if you're coming with us, of course. That... Darling, at the end of the day, the only thing that matters is getting home to the pack. We want to be here about as, as, I don't know, water on a duck's back, which is not. So... <laughs> <laughs> I'm all for it, but it means that there's there's a time limit on you getting yourself in order. Yeah. We think that the bees are probably not going to want to go topside. So... We gotta figure out a way to get them out ASAP, and and Muzel sort of looks around just to make sure that the other two are out of earshot. They're they're well out of earshot, right? Oh yeah, absolutely sweet. Well, going from what we figured out on our travels, we figure there's pretty much one of two ways to uh, eradicate this. One is find some other poor sucker that we can basically transfer the hive into and just have a healer on standby and basically hope they can fill up the holes. Option two, which I have not brought up with the others, seeing as they're mighty favorable of the heart in their own different ludicrous ways, is that we think if we just destroy the heart, which (laughs) we think it's a hive, so if we just get rid of the base thing, then they'll just die. I'm sorry, Dad. You think you think the heart's a hive? Why the fuck not? I mean, th- that's where these bees keep pulling me. <laughs> she she is like shocked that you would think this. Like she's like, I got blood from it. Yeah, and you think it's a bleeding hive? Well, when I say hive, I mean like there's like the the rib cage is like honeycomb, right? And there's got to be like a super queen, like a super queen bee, and that bees have blood. So any of the heart's blood is like pumping into the cabins <laughs> of the heart. Yeah. You cannot draw blood from a moon. <laughs> That's for damn sure. <laughs> My, we, we, we reckoned that like, you know, everyone seems to have a different opinion of the hive. And if the reaction of these bees to anything going on down here is any indication, gotta kill it. Mm. It's either that, the, the it's point two point two is that there's like a whole separate hive thingy and the bees want to take over the actual blood heart thing and replace it with the queen bee. I don't know which one's which, but we figured 
getting life, to the heart and life's just really rubbed off on you. <laughs> yeah, 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 I was just thinking that. I was like, neither of us have actually asked Muzel what they think the heart is. <laughs> Never, not once. Not once. <laughs> Needless to say, the only way I think these bees is coming out is if I, I get to the hive and either put a queen in the hive or kill the hive that is the queen. And then the heart will implode, and I'll be allowed to leave. Bingo bongo. And that's that's the option B. Pun intended. And op- option C is. You're welcome. I'm here all night. Okay. <laughs> uh, if if you think you could really do that, we reckon it's worth a shot, cause. Well, going from option one, what we know of option one has a very high mortality rate. And going from the healers that we've met so far, um, any healer worth their salt down here is basically a crock of shit to begin with. Mm. So um, I have more faith in the heart being honeycomb bees than finding a competent healer in the heart. I don't know if I personally (laughs) am willing to go further into the heart myself. It's oh, darling, 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 do not worry. I would not let you. I would <laughs> fucking tie you down to that shop before I let you come with me. Now, So you're right if I stay here for a while? Absolutely. Having your brother come along with this while is, I love my son. I love his talents. Um, The idea of bringing you pups even deeper into this hellscape is not high on my list of things that I would rate. So... No, stay here, you know, keep earning your keep and being a good little girl and don't die. Sounds like the best idea to me, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I want to pass back to Light, who is uh, in Addendum Store. Uh, You can see that uh, she's, like, pulled out both brass orbs that she has now. (laughs) (laughs) And what do these orbs have to do with my eyes? Uh, we are going to try and bring them together around you. Okay, just, I take off my jacket. Let me just put this to one side. Yes. I don't want to get any blood on it. <laughs> I fold it up and I put it down. Uh, yeah, uh, you can see that uh, she's, the setup that she has here, she's like moved the, the desk to one side. Uh, she She puts one of these orbs into... Uh, like a dish on a coffee table and she's got another dish on a coffee table uh, directly opposite from it. So it's like one's here and one. Yeah. Sorry, I'm doing this with hands. (laughs) 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 They're opposite to each other. You are standing in the middle. What she's going to do is she's going to circle around and like push one a little closer to you, circle around, push the other one a little closer to you and just narrow them in on you until some sort of effect starts happening. Okay, as um, as she's doing this, I sort of take a stance in the middle, I close my eyes, and I sort of cup my hands mm. to make sort of like a moon symbol mm. as I start going through um, breathing exercises. Mm. Just trying to commune with the heart. Yes. Uh, as these things are getting closer to you, um, uh, like I said, these eyes were sitting quite comfortably in you before, but now they are starting to itch on your skin. It is like you can feel the eyeball pressed up against your insides mm. in a way that you couldn't before. I guess this must be what uh, Muzel feels like. Yeah, pretty much. Your apiarist friend. It's it's possible. Uh, it's not 
comfortable. Uh, yeah, and she like makes light conversation as she's pushing these in. Says, uh, tell me, what are you and your Delver friends hoping to achieve down here? I mean, my whole goal was to go to the heart at the center and prove that it was the moon. And uh, I think I had a calling to uh, 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 out Theologian at some point. I, I was here the last time Theologian came through. The last message he sent us was painted in blood. What was that message? I was going to add in in a friend of mine's blood specifically. Oh shit! <laughs> Fuck. Uh huh. Uh huh. And how does that make you feel, to theologian? <laughs> <laughs> I say, agonizing in pain. <laughs> oh, you know, I'm getting past it. <laughs> <laughs> Shuffles it a little closer. <laughs> mm. I suppose you're getting past it right now, then, huh? <laughs> you you should be feeling. A little lightheaded right now. I always feel lightheaded. Oh <laughs> my god. Perhaps you will start feeling like you cannot hold on to consciousness for much longer. I <laughs> beg to differ. I say uh, as my consciousness fades. <laughs> yeah. You can give me an endurance roll if you like, but if you just want to black out, that is good too. No, absolutely black out. <laughs> Uh, you, your body like feels uh, like tilts backwards and like you can feel that she's moved around to catch you before you hit your head or anything. Oh, nice. That's nice. After that, everything is just black and red. Okay. You mm. know in the way when you close your eyes, you can kind of see... When uh, light comes light through, comes you can through. see like the red. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it is like that, but all of it has a blood red hue to it. It starts spinning. It starts uh, making shapes. And it starts uh, creating one large circle. It is a pockmarked circle. And uh, t- to you, it looks a lot like the moon you would see in the sky. Uh-huh. uh-huh. But this moon's like tinged red? Yes. As it gets closer, uh, you can see that there are towers coming out of it. Mm. Uh, there are six towers. Each one has an avenging angel sitting on it. Uh, yeah, this is a, a concept in your church where the this is this is a decent time to get in this since we've kind of talked about the cosmology of like uh, angels and demons here. Mm. Uh, basically, like uh, followers of the goddess of the moon beneath, they believe that there are like the afterlife is a moon. There is a light side and there's a dark side. Uh, you know, people who are good and faithful go to the light side. Uh, people who aren't have to go to the dark side and wait. An, an undetermined amount of time before they're allowed onto the light side. Okay. So it's 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 not heaven and hell so much as heaven and purgatory. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. However, they believe that there is a, a second moon heaven as well. Two moons. This is, Two. <laughs> this is the blood moon. And uh, it is an idea, especially in the Temple of Fury. Uh, you know, if, if you go out in service to the temple you go to this moon and uh, you become a soldier of the avenging angels there okay and there is this sort of uh, the Ragnarok myth around it is like one day all of the soldiers that are on that blood moon are going to come together in an army and uh, come down to the planet and destroy it entirely great (laughs) (laughs) cool and good cool and good (laughs) 
Uh, it, it like this is getting larger and larger. You can like see the the soldiers that are all like training. They're in camps and stuff like that. All of them have become red as well. Like everything in here just is like a black red color scheme. Does it feel like I'm a uh, like a objective observer, or like I'm falling closer towards this? Um, uh, objective observer, but it is all coming closer to you, not of your own volition. Someone okay. else is steering this towards you. Um, the the towers that are there. But what's the? Do, do I recognize the closest one? Recognize in what way? Like, does any of the angels in the book? Do I recognize it from any of the angels in the book? Yes, I think you've read about the six avenging angels here. Um, I'm not going to give you names for them or That's anything, fine. but. Uh, but the, the description makes sense. Match what I've what I've read about the Avenging Angels. Yes, they do. I think this is a good time to pass over to mm. Hyponicon. Mm. Where yes, uh, you're now just in like a, a little uh, witch witch pub. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Hyponicon. Hyponicon sits down at the bar. Um, uh, I think we I think we sit like at a table. Yeah. Um, then sitting across from. Um, uh, from Claude, I'm just like so. What did you want to discuss exactly? Yeah, he pulls the book out and slides it across the table. I receive it. I mm. uh, went on a hunting trip with my dad. Really? Shit. Mm. Uh, uh, he told you he's got a Grindle key now, but the full story to it was uh, we went down. There was a there was a knoll named Corkwood that he seemed to know. Oh yes, I'm familiar with Corkwood. Mm. And uh, they made a deal where uh, Dad passed over the life sign detector, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, Corkwood did an induction for them. Into, okay. Into the club. Right. Well, where I'm going with this is that there was a hunt. I, I saw my dad hunt a blood gibbon using the bees inside their body. Okay. It was pretty intense. I, I can only imagine. It. it- they, is, is the blood beast okay? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the the blood beast is dead and eaten. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, hang on. Eaten by by what? By who? By dad. Your dad ate a blood beast. <laughs> I, I I watched. They they sprayed the bees. The the bees like stung it to death, and then my dad ate it. <laughs> I flag down like a, a wait a waiter, yes. and I go bring two more, please. And, 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 and like I think we have like like cups of actual whiskey, um, just mugs full of whiskey. <laughs> Entire flagons. What what I'm saying is, I think I have deeply underestimated how deep Dad is into this deep apiarist stuff. I, you know, it, he keeps it so well hidden. It has been ages since the, it has been taken over by the bees. I was starting to, you know, think about giving this away, I say, and I hold up the moon earring. Um, <laughs> uh, but he really let his guard down around you. What's the best way to put this? Uh, I know earlier we were talking with my sister, and Dad said that they were going to expel the bees, I guess. Okay. I, I, I don't see it happening. Straight up, I don't see it happening. You don't think there is any way to get rid of them? Uh, what makes you think that? Like of all the things that we've seen down here, there's got to be something, right? 
I'm I'm saying this as Hyponicon, like Hyponicon, yeah. like when when like Claude from Claude's perspective, he sees like him lean in, like Hyponicon's got these like bloodshot eyes, um, and like like creeping from out of his neck, like um, Somophagus is like peeking out, um, and he's even he's kind of wary, um, uh, because like. If there's nothing to get rid of the bees, um, uh, like maybe Hyponicon starts to doubt his quest a little bit. Let's not think about this impossibilities and think about it as whether it's a thing we should do or not. Dad's living their best life down here. Really? <laughs> you, you, you know, he's, he's obsessed with getting you back home. I, hang on. What was your father like before coming to the heart exactly? What kind of person is he at home? <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, uh, a tech delver, kind of like a... Like a... Uh, like a shut-in? W- wasn't the man of the house, I wouldn't have said. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Did he have any hobbies? <laughs> Friends? <laughs> Enemies? <laughs> Anybody? <laughs> there, there was us. It was kind of a... Uh, a house dad type situation. We were, we were the important ones. We were the ones that. So this is like spend the, all his time with. with this the, is like the longest that Muselle has ever been out of the house. Kinda, yeah. Huh. Well, not uh, not explicitly for work purposes, anyway. If it weren't for the terrifying image of your father eating a blood beast, <laughs> I would think that was very flattering. Uh, look, I don't want you to discuss this with Dad yet, but. When, when we go through the red markets. I like that. I like the <laughs> when. <laughs> the, the very first thing you offered me when we first met was that you said they had a way to take memories. Yes. Yes, I did. I, I, look. You're strongly considering it now. I don't think it should be the first option if there is some way... Uh, like if if Dad really wants to knuckle down and put in the effort to get rid of the bees, then we should give them the chance to do that. But if at any point it becomes apparent that that's not gonna be what happens, then it might be better if if they just didn't remember us. Claude, before when I was talking to you both in front of your father, I may have said that I was rapidly. Uh, developing the powers necessary to take memories. Even in that instance, I was lying. (laughs) For I am already there. I believe that I have the influence necessary to shift your father's opinion. Claude takes a big drink. (laughs) I will need some time to prepare, however. It will take a lot out of me, I think. Uh, and I take a gigantic gulp of whiskey as well. <laughs> um, uh, and uh, yeah, I think I'm fine to leave that there for the minute. <laughs> yeah. Muzel, you and Hakel get back to Addendum store. Uh, you go in. Uh, there is an unconscious light who has now been laid across the counter of this place. Uh, hey, y'all. What you doing? <laughs> Are Light's eyes on, on, on his chest just sit there like looking around like googly eyes? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck yes. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> that rules. I hate that for him. Yeah, it does. Uh, your friend is taking a nap. <laughs> 
we've seen uh, Light have a few naps over the past couple days. That ain't a nap. That boy looks out of it. Oh, fine. I induced the vision with demons. That's what you wanted to hear from me. Not really, no. Can I ask why? Because I wanted to see what happened. (laughs) You know what? We can't really disagree with that. That's a valid reason. Um, you know, I'm sure he's going to wake up and have some sort of big uh, spiritual revelation to share with the rest of you. Won't that be exciting? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just had a quick couple questions. I understand that my my baby girl here has been uh, under your wing for the, the past couple moons. Is that right? That is correct. Okay. You mind if um, we just do like a quick parental job interview just to like... <laughs> I, I don't know. Check check it out. Cause I, we, I traditionally don't interview people's parents when I plan to employ them. I don't. Uh, do you have children, ma'am? Uh, no. I can tell. I'd like to suss out where my daughter works before, you know, she continues her servitude or whatever. Uh, this is fine. I'm sure that you're someone who will be uh, understanding with these things. Yeah, so we understand you're you're doing hemomancy, demomancy. Uh, that is correct. Advising on when people find demons down here, acquiring them for our jobs. Well, you know what would be the perfect way to get your new employees' father into your good graces is is giving us a consult. Sure. <laughs> and I hold out my gin. <laughs> You can find us at RF Encounters on Twitter or as Real Fantasy Encounters on Facebook. We appreciate any support, whether that's leaving a review or telling a friend about us. Thanks for listening and see you next week.